the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody, for another hour's worth of mischief and and talking about cars. And you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Mike, you're first. You stay right there. When it comes to auto repair, we talked about Larry Harker's a few minutes ago. They've been in, around Phoenix since 1967. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's auto. Ellen's at the front. Bob's in the back, and it's a team that a few people can match up to. They have a technician that's family member that's named Jeremy. Jeremy has passed every single test that the Automotive Service Excellence nationwide company gives. Buses, painting, transmissions, engines, diesels, air conditioning system. The kid has more certifications than anybody I know. He is five times smarter than I am if you're going to talk about paint and body and and inside of transmissions. But they're really good at what they do. Real quick, the other day somebody brought in a BMW. They said that they had been bid this $3,000 to replace the evaporator, which is the air conditioning cold thing behind the glove box. And why? Because they were having water out of their vents. So took it to Larry Harker's. He determines that the drain in the box is plugged up. He sticks a welding rod up there knocks the water out or knocks the plug out the water drains it stops blowing water out of the vents then they take a gasoline powered blower and they tape off all the vents but one then they pull the rubber hose off the bottom of the box and they just turn on this big blower and they they pressurize the box and that blows all the trash out the hole then we're done i think the bill was 120 bucks versus two or three thousand bucks a second opinion is always good, but Larry Harkers, they're pretty good at what they do, and they're good with diagnosticians. Mike, good morning. How can I help you? Well, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Okay, yeah. I have a Jeep Wrangler 98 Sport. has about 93,000 miles on it. It's got a 6-inch lift kit on it. It runs uh, 31, 10, 5, 15 tires, and the suspension on the thing is terrible. Uh, the last two guys that had it, that's over about seven years, according to Carfax, didn't drive it much because it ran so rough. When you get off-road, on some, not, you know, we're not talking about wall climbing. We're just talking about rough roads. Man, it bounces. It just about shakes your teeth out. And uh, Okay. Have you got a pencil handy? Yes, I do. Okay. Tell me when you're ready to write. Uh, we're ready to write, okay. Mark. Four eight zero five nine eight one two three four, and ask for Alan. 
and okay. tell him your problem. And he's going to want to know the inflation of your tires. Okay. And he might want to look at it. And he's at Warner and I-10. And um, he does nothing but what you're talking about. He has 20 okay. years of experience with what you're talking about. He owns the sister company of mine. He owns the performance okay. side. So we can have at any given time four, five, six vehicles in our shop that are being lifted, lowered, shocks, springs, suspensions, steering, all that jazz. He is as, as the best I have to offer you. So he, the, what I hear you saying is, is you're unhappy with the ride. And when yeah, you terrible, get off road, terrible ride. Okay, yeah, and the other people that had it, other people that had it over about seven years didn't drive it much because the ride was so harsh and so bad. Okay, well, none of that makes any difference because they're gone. You own it, so yeah. you just need to get the adjectives right in your head. Um, on a one to ten scale, with the respect of rough ride, harsh ride. On a 1 to 10 scale, how does it do on the freeway at 65, 70 miles an hour? Then, when I'm off-road and on a 1 to 10 scale, the road is about a 3, oh, it's ugly. Or, at 3, it's no different than the road, but I get up to 6 on a rough, kind of a little rougher road, but not a really big rough road, then it goes to 10. You need some kind of, 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 to give somebody something. You know, it's so subjective that it's harsh or it's hard or it's rough riding. You can't draw any conclusions from the people before you. That's not yeah, fair. Yeah, I, I got you. I, yeah. can, I can do all that. And let me check that number again. Okay. You said four, four nine. Okay, just read it back, please. No problem. Four eight zero five nine eight one two three four. Very good. And where's the guy located? Um, uh, he's on Warner and I-10, east one mile. Okay. Do you have anything more to the north? I'm up north, way up north. Yeah. So Go to Blackwell. At He's got the whole northeast port. And now, are you east of the I-10 or west of the I-10? No, I'm up in the Verde, but I, there's nobody up here that knows okay. anything about this, so I need to okay. come south. Okay. 40th Street and, and Greenway, Blackwell Auto. Blackwell Auto. And talk to Tom. Make an appointment, talk to Tom, and tell him, Mark Salem says that you don't know um, your ear from a <laughs> hole in the ground, <laughs> but I thought I'd I'd stop by and ask you anyway. <laughs> anyway, there you go, Mark. <laughs> and he told me you weren't going to charge me to take a ride, and he told me if it was around lunchtime that you'd probably buy me lunch. And there he, you go. He's just going to laugh, that's all. He's just going to laugh, but it introduces you in a nice way, Okay. Okay, very good. Thanks. Mark, right. really enjoy your show. like your sense of humor. <laughs> I get in trouble for that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Thanks okay. a lot. So Thank long. you. Folks, I told a story last week about um, my horse's tallywhacker. And um, I did get in a lot of trouble for that. But it was a true story. It had to do with cowboys and Indians and all that kind of stuff. But it was a true story. But it was just... I'm a really good storyteller, and you can probably know that, or you probably know that in advance. So, um, but it, you'll have to you'll have to go on the archives and listen to last week's show. It was we had a lot of fun. Anyway, who's on the phone today? Right now, that would be Carrie. Terry. Terry with a K. Okay, K. Carrie with a K. Carrie, how are you? Good morning. Best of the morning to you. I'm fine, thank you. Got a question that you probably have never had asked before, and okay. probably well below your your expertise. 
Okay. I got a uh, 06 uh, Toyota 4Runner, and I've uh, had it for about a year and a half or so. And I thought just for fun, I ought to uh, lower the spare tire and double check the tire and make sure it's in good condition and so forth. And I stuck the uh, rod in to lower the spare tire, and it doesn't want to lower. The gears in uh, uh, the uh, uh, you I stop, guess the stop, gears... stop, stop, uh-huh. stop. I already know the answer. You do. I do. That's yeah. why I called you. Yeah. Now the next time the plate passes your, next time you you pass the Salvation Army <laughs> dinger ringer, you put in an extra whatever for me. Yes. Okay. I need all the help I can get when I when I go north. <laughs> when I'll my put body your name goes on north. Any um it this happens all the time and what happens is and and I want to raise my hand. I think every one of my guys has done this. They'll put the spare tire on the hanger and then they'll take their stupid air guns and wipe uh-huh. it out. Wipe it out. Now, there's only one way to fix it. We're going to get up there, and we're going to cut the cable. We're going to drop the spare down. We're going to unbolt two or three bolts, drop down the wench, put a new one up, and pull your spare tire back up and tell you never use it. Don't let anybody use an air gun when you're trying to raise or lower that spare tire. Okay, and just always use a crank, hand crank. Yeah, yeah, you just use the crank. But my guys have done that. As a matter of fact, my guys did that to my wife's truck. And... um and she was so nice <laughs> about it, <laughs> but I would imagine it's because she signs their checks. But yeah, we uh-huh. did it to yeah. her truck, and it's it's With just one of those things. Yeah. We learn from our mistakes, but here's the problem: the last guy didn't learn from his mistakes because he doesn't even know what happened. Uh huh. But yeah, when you take it apart, you'll see the cables all wound around itself, and it's kind of like you take a loosely wound drum with cable, and then you. Hold the drum steady, and you hook the other end to a big truck, and you just take off. You know how it would just tighten up yeah. the outer? That's what you're going to find. Ties itself together. Yeah. What part Northern. of town are you in? Uh, Central Phoenix area. Okay. I'd go. Do you have a shop that you love and that, that you want to go to? Uh, Pretty much so. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't want to take you from a shop that you're perfectly happy with. I don't want to no, suggest uh, another uh, shop. I'm open to suggestions. Okay. Well, 16th Street south of... I think it's south of Osborne, is Martin's Auto, and I've known Dennis, um, uh, his dad, the son's, son's running it now, but I've known Dennis since the 68, 69 mark. Uh-huh. So it's a second generation facility over there. You got Billy at 25th Street Auto on 25th Street and in Indian School. Either one of those guys would be able to help okay. you. All yeah, righty. Those are both close, close to me. All righty. Well, thank you. You betcha. Um, folks, I would never. I would never suggest that we don't make mistakes at my shop. I can tell you, not too long ago, we wiped out a motor. Not too long ago, we had an elderly lady that's been a customer of ours for 100 years. The parts guy walks out. There's two Toyotas on the hoist, and they're both oil changes. He's bringing the filters to them. And guess what he does? He puts the A on the B car and the B on the A car. She makes it down the road five miles. You can follow the trail of oil and the motor. I wish she would have stopped sooner, but I don't have any control after that of that. So we put a motor in her car. A while back, a guy drove off, and we didn't tighten the lug nuts in the right rear. Tire came off, lots of damage. We fixed that. One time we had a car fall off the hoist. Now, I'm talking over the last 40 years, okay? We had a car fall off the hoist, and it was all our fault. 
So we do that. We Not too long ago, we didn't align a car right because nobody zeroed it. And we wiped out a front set of front tires within a week. So, yeah, we make mistakes. Yeah, we, we, we make mistakes. Our volume of cars could be 20 a day. But we have 20 bays, and we have a lot of people. So the idea is is that the more work you do, the more risk you have. The more technicians you have, the more risk you have. But I know of a lot of shops, and as we get around and drink a beer, we all start admitting what we've done wrong. There's a lot of guys that just say, it's my fault, I'll take care of it. Don't think you're going to get a new car out of it. Don't think that you're going to be able to take advantage of them in a, in a bad way. In this lady's car, we offered to buy it. At high book, we'll buy it, but it had sentimental value. So we put in a rebuilt motor, even though her, hers was at 100,000 miles. We just weren't going to put another 100,000 miles that we didn't know the history of. And besides that, that was what I would want someone to do for my mother. So anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be back right after this. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you bought or sold a house recently? Well, you probably noticed a lot of changes in the real estate market over the last few years. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. From new industry regulations to down payment assistance programs, price increases and decreases, the real estate market is always fluid, and we are here each week to keep you truthfully informed and on top of your real estate game. So tune in each week to Arizona Real Estate Matters to hear what moves and shakes the Arizona real estate market today. That's every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot, and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65, and I know your immune system gets weaker with age, and I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live and I need protection against the flu? Nope. Nope. 
How about who's the boss of my health? I am. Huh. Flu season is here, and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were like 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org slash flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. So, you know, I'm a dog and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket. But it's always the same basket and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Twenty-one minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We have open lines available if you'd like to talk about a car problem you have. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. There's a good repair facility up on I-17 in Deer Valley on the northwest corner, and that's Action Auto Repair. Tom has owned that and operated that since 1983. I've known Tom for a very long time. I met him in 1983, and he was actually a salesman for those big scope things, and I was impressed with his knowledge on how to make that scope dance and how the information was coming out of it and how he could explain all that. But he had a fundamental knowledge of cars. So not too far after that, he opened up his own shop. So he's at I-17 in Deer Valley, Action Auto Repair. Good guy good honest guy and knows right from wrong like the most of us do okay we got a caller who might that be that would be dj dj how are you hello uh mark um i understand that uh previously you were talking about uh lower control arm bushings and i have a 2017 mini countryman it's only got about eight thousand miles on it um and i when i come to a quick stop it's feels like the whole, it's like a thump, and it feels like the whole car is, like, jolting. Uh, okay. Does it do it when you take off? Does it clunk on an abrupt stop, and does it clunk when you abruptly take off? Um, I haven't tried abruptly taking off. Okay. <laughs> I it, kind it, of baby the car. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't think that you have lower control arm bushing problems, and and I don't think 8,000 miles would be anywhere close, even though you've had the car for three years. Um, I would bet against that. Do you have a repair shop that you like? Not really. I mean, I've gone up to the dealership, and it's under warranty for a short time, but I was trying to get it diagnosed before the end of the warranty uh, okay. wears it, out. That's a bad idea, okay? It's not up for you to get it diagnosed, and the wor- that that is a lose, 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 lose situation. So you get some guy on the radio, and based on what you're saying, he says it's not bushings. 
and he knows it's 8,000 miles. But if you go in there and say to them, um, the lower control arms are moving, and they go in and replace them, and that doesn't fix your clunk, it's your fault. You need to talk symptoms. And in your particular case, regardless of who does it, it's okay for you to insist, I want to take someone for a ride. I promise I won't have them more than 10 minutes because I can make this happen in your parking lot. But I want them to see how to do it. And if they say oh, no... Oh, I already did. Yeah, I did that. I went and, with the sales guy and I went with another technician that is supposed to be diagnosing the noises. Uh, at the dealership, and okay. I didn't get anywhere. They just said that, well, when the corporation uh, engineer comes to town, we can have him look at it. Okay, that's... They hear it. I know, I know. Um, I, I disagree with that philosophy. Wait a minute. She can make it happen. You can feel it and hear it, and you're unable to diagnose this specifically? Are you kidding me? If one of my guys said that, I would be so mad. You Wait a minute. You're working on cars for a living. You're an ASE Master Certified Technician. You have 30 years in the business. You went and she told you how to make it happen. You're going to put it up on the hoist, shake down the front end. Is it in the front of the car or the back of the car? Does it clunk on acceleration and deceleration or just acceleration or what? It's got 8,000 miles on it. We need to find it. You know what we do? We'll, we'll leave the car on the ground, and we'll get some technicians that will rock the car forward and backward. It's in park, and then the parking brake's on. They're just going to rock it forward and backwards. Two guys get on either side of the car. They touch things with their hands, and one of them goes, uh-oh, it's the upper, upper strut rod on this side. If that's as easy. I mean, I make it sound easy, but we're not going to charge you for 5 bucks for that. But really and truly, I think you need to get a second opinion. Now, if it's under warranty, good. But I still don't want you to go in there and tell them what it is. You give them the symptoms, and they're responsible for diagnosing and fixing your problem. They're responsible. Whether you pay for it or somebody else pays for it, they are responsible. We're all responsible for our own diagnosis. So you are best served to just take it to them and insist that they call you and say, if you're going to spend any of my money, you need to call me. If you're not going to spend any of my money and you think you know that it's the gas cap, then replace the gas cap. That's what I say to them. That's what I would say to any shop. So I can't I diagnose your problem. Opinion? Say I that mean, again. Can I get a, should I get a second opinion or another no. import uh, mini? I mean, uh, I mean, I just need a second opinion, I guess. Okay, well, your Mini's no different than a Chevrolet and a Toyota and a Honda and a Ford and a Chrysler, really and truly. Um, they all have the same suspension. So it, it's just not that. It's You don't need a Mini guy to look at your car. Um, you, and, and, again, you're not going to tell them what to do. You're going to tell them how to make it happen. Then when they call, and, and the best thing is you said it was under warranty still. So if it's mm -hmm. under warning, it take is. it in and let them do it. Because here's two possibilities. At the end of the day, you go, good job. At the end of the day, you say, problem is still there. You didn't pay for the first one, and you're not going to pay for the second one. <laughs> so they can guess and dance around all they want. But the fact of the matter is the shop has a responsibility to diagnose it and fix it, especially when you've demonstrated or told them specifically how what to do 
So I know you're all wadded up in a knot about this, but this isn't that hard. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get somebody. And I want to tell you something. You can get on the Internet all you want. I can't tell you all the stories about people spending thousands of dollars because some guy in South America told him that he knows it's this. So I, yeah. I think stay away from the Internet because the noise is something you got to diagnose with your ears and your hands and, and your eyes. But I'll tell you an example. A guy sends me an email the other day, and he goes, I have a code in the computer, and I called this guy who's a who's a, a mobile guy. And he comes over, and he says, well, the head temperature sender's bad. So he went and got one, and he put it in, and then he goes, oh, that didn't fix it. Maybe it's defective. So he goes back to the auto parts store. He puts the first part in a box so the auto parts store can sell it again. And then they put a second one on, and the, the mobile guy goes, I don't know what it is. And he left with the guy's money. Well, first of all, oh. just because it has a code that's named oxygen sensor does not mean it means to replace the oxygen sensor. You have to go look. You've got a playground full of kids, and you got one over here that's saying Billy's sick. We're just not going to take Billy and throw him in an ambulance. We're going to go talk to Billy. We're going to see where do you hurt. And then you figure out, oh, he's got a rock in his shoe. So there is a process on the check engine light and a lot of other things for for you to work at. But this guy gets caught up in the the ability of the Internet and this mobile guy to tell him what's wrong with his car. Let me tell you this. When it comes to a code, a code, a check engine light with a code, probably 75% of the time the code, which mentions Mark Salem, the code is wrong. But the sensor is what's telling it. So the oxygen sensor saying, give me more fuel, give me more fuel. And everybody goes, oh, the oxygen sensor's bad. No, the fuel filter's plugged. That's what you need to fix is the fuel filter because there's a substandard amount of fuel being delivered to the car, and the oxygen sensor is telling the truth, but the, the fuel filter's plugged. So there's lots of guys out there that can help you with this, but I've given you the very best advice I can. Good luck to you. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. For those of you with bills to pay, plans to remodel, or dreams of traveling, consider turning your home's untapped equity into cash. With home values on the rise, a cash-out refinance might be the perfect option for moving forward with your large-scale projects or bucket list wishes. Call Steve Oswald with Finance of America Mortgage today to learn more about whether a cash-out refinance makes sense for you. 602-266-5665. With over 20 years of industry expertise, Steve has extensive experience in product knowledge, loan origination, and the mortgage process. 
The end result? Better personalized service with loans tailored to your specific needs. Discover how Cash Out Refinance can help you pay down your student loans or get caught up on unexpected medical bills and vehicle repairs. Call Steve Oswald with Finance of America Mortgage, 602-266-5665. That's 602-266-5665. Or go to steveoswald.mortgage. Equal housing lender, MLO 182922, NMLS 1071, ACBK 0910184. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday we're here from 10 to 12 talking about cars. And I want to tell you something. I'm talking about the good guys more than I'm talking about the bad guys. And I'm not going to name and you're not going to call me and say who's the bad guy because I'm not going to tell you. It's not my job. I'm not the policeman for car repair. I've been around the block, I know right from wrong, and sometimes you may misrepresent what you were told, but I'm going to go off what you tell me. So I just don't want anybody to be mad at me, but Bill, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much. Hey, um, I got an 87 Blazer, okay, 350, throttle body fuel injection, okay? Okay. And uh, uh, it was gutless, okay? Okay meaning it had, like, uh, the 210 horsepower engine in it. Okay. And I upgraded it to another engine, okay? Okay. With a little more horsepower. Okay. Well, uh, my installer says, you got to get another chip burned. you got to get another chip burned, okay? Well, you know, it's got a Commodore 64 in it right now, or less, you know, for a computer. Okay. So, uh, but uh, I'm having an issue with uh, finding somebody that knows what the heck they're doing. You know, and, to burn a chip. No, now, there's no. some aftermarket chips out there, but they don't know the parameters of my engine, except for one uh, site that I went to that uh, does it, and he asks the right questions. Okay. So, but 
without it putting it on a dyno, uh, is there is there anything aftermarket you put on it without putting it on a dyno? And there and isn't anybody I know that wants any part of this. You are redesigning <laughs> your truck, and you are in a deep dark hole, and your chances of you climbing out of it are zero, are zero. Um, I, I get this once a week. I put this motor in, and then I found out that the computer won't really run a port fuel injected motor over a TBI unit. Although I have this particular programmer, it still won't run right. And now they want me to put it on the dyno. What do we need to put it on the dyno for? That's what I'm asking. Why okay. do we, it's not going to do anything because Why? they can't Why? change anything. Why? No, the dyno, it just measures something. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that if I put it on the dyno and tell you where the brake horsepower is at what RPM, that's going to help you? What about running rich or lean? What about idle air control motor activity? What about oxygen sensor activity? What about fuel pressure activity? How about all that? What you've got is an EEPROM in that thing. They're, the last guy that used to be able to build EEPROMs and dyno them and make them work was TBI out of Tempe, and he's out of business. Yes, I, I tried to get him uh, yep. a couple nope. weeks ago. And I've got to call in because there's somebody else just like you, and i got to call in to Joe, who used to work for him, and Joe's in Colorado, and I'm going to ask him about an EEPROM burn or an EEPROM this, because i got a guy with a Corvette, and he took out an old computer with an EEPROM, and now he's all messed up, and he's into it for twenty or 30000 bucks. He ain't yeah. going to fix this. You, it's kind of like taking Windows, it's like taking DOS, and then all of a sudden exactly. you upgrade a DOS machine to Windows 10. It isn't going to work. I, I, so, I, I, I found that out. Yeah. I so, mean, I didn't do, do very much of a high performance, just a little, a smaller a can to give me a little more horsepower, but uh, it's thrown off a lot of things. Okay. Well, first of all, the cam is going to make the vacuum and idle very widely. Yeah. Huh? We're not going to be able to keep up with that. The MAP sensor or mass airflow sensor, whichever you decided to use, is not going to be able to do that. It's going to look up and it's going to go, oh, low vacuum, bring the idle up. Oh, high vacuum or high v- idle, bring the vacuum, the timing down. It's going to sit there and just be all confused because you've exactly. got a motor. How are we going to control the idle? The idle is supposed to be at 650 in drive, and so the idle drops down. The computer goes, bump it up, then woo, goes to 800. Then it drops to 600. Then it goes to 900. And the idle's sitting there yo-yoing because the camshaft's too big. So when you mess with the idle, when you mess with the engine vacuum on a, on a uh, computer-operated car, pff, never works. It just never works. Now, I can tell you in the old days, <laughs> us old guys. Yeah, yeah, us old guys. Hey, it's like the, one of those love-hate relationships. I had this thing for now for 25 years since an 87. So know. You, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, no, I do. I, I remember an old guy took a tomato can and made a vacuum tank out of it. And then he put an, a, a, and he had to mess with the orifice, and then he put his sensor in the vacuum can, which would have a conglomeration of the varying vacuum <laughs> of the engine. And, and th- if I remember correctly, he said that worked pretty well. Here's the problem with that idea. It's going to take you forever to deal with the orifice. How big should it be? How small should it be? Because we really want between 16 and 18 inches of vacuum and idle to be delivered the entire time. 
So we're going to have to put a backflow in there. But then if we put a check valve in there, we fill it full of 17 inches of vacuum. How can it exhaust that vacuum? So you've got all these parameters to deal with. But I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I had help, and I, I wish this too. I wish you'd have called me first. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I, I kind of went you know, with the, the deal that uh, it wasn't going to be a big deal, and they can burn a chip for it. And okay. All of a sudden, nobody knows how to burn chips anymore. Okay, yeah. Um, so you got a 350. What would you put in it? A 350. Okay, why don't you just okay. put the camshaft back in it? Well, <laughs> well, like I said, I'm going to be back down to my little 210 horsepower that I can't uh, even pull a little trailer up a hill. Okay, you know? okay. That's what the problem is. If you were trying to fix that, you could. I could have fixed that, and Blackwell could have fixed it, and Harker's could have fixed it, and a whole lot of guys in this town could have fixed it. We I mean, could have fixed it. I got it. the 373 gears in it. Doesn't make any it, difference. You got a transmission you can shift, don't it? If you want third gear, grab third gear. If you know where the red line's at, put it there. Yeah, but it's still, it's like going backwards up a hill. You, I mean, you know, really, I don't really believe you. Then, I no don't way. believe you because well. I know your 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 uh, blazer as good as anybody in town, mm-hmm. and I know I could mess with the timing. I know I could mess with the fuel pressure. I know I'd want to be modification on the exhaust, and that thing would pull a two-axle, 3,000-pound trailer all the way to pace and up rye. Now, if you're expecting it to do 75, 70, no, 75 miles an hour, then no, that's crazy. No. But, but when, I know when, I can... When semi-trucks pass you, that's, that's pretty bad. It, it just depends. a 1,500-pound trailer in the back. It, was it just depends. It, you know? it just depends. I mean, not too many semis are passing anything I own. But, <laughs> I, but I, I understand you what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Power diesel you got going. Uh, <laughs> it, all I'm telling you is put, st- put a stock cam back in it and then... What part of town? North, south, east, or west? Oh, I'm up there on uh, Greenway and 20th Street. I just go take it over to Blackwell. For, now, Blackwell's not going to be able to fix your problem, but if you put the cam back in it, then Blackwell can fine-tune that. We're going to add a little time into it, add a little bit more time into it. We're just going to keep doing that until we see some negative connotations, and then we're going to say to you, if it drags the starter hot, let me know. So it goes, it's hot to go, rrr, rrr, rrr. Okay, then we're going to pack off the timing. Does the vacuum advance work? Does the mechanical advance work? Does your HEI have the, the mechanical weights all rusted because they sit underneath the rotor and the condensation rides underneath the rotor? And all of a sudden, we've got all this problem in the, mac, in the manifold va- or the vacuum advance and the mechanical advance, and you say it runs like heck, and that's because it's sitting there six, seven, eight degrees retarded. So, you know, it's easy to test that stuff if you know what you're doing. But Blackwell Auto 40 Street in Glendale, we'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. (laughs) The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. 
take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Well, good. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about cars and car repair. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. So if you didn't get in or you have a question, send me an email. I answer those myself. And um, just get the right address, mark at marksalem.com, and I'll help you out with your car question. But we may get do some give and take, but we have to control that to some extent. There's only one shop in Mesa that I can tell you that I know for sure is a good guy. I know for sure he knows what he's talking about, and I know he has the right heart, and I know that he can do what I want him to do and what you want him to do. So we're talking about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They've been open since 1970. Brian and Thelma are the owners, and both of their families come from gas stations and garages back in the 66, 68, and 70 arena. So these two young people, and then they're they're middle-aged people, was have been around the gas station and the repair business their whole life. So they're on Main Street just east of Stapley on the south side of the road, and I'm quite sure you'll be happy if you try them for an oil change or if you have some specific symptoms you can demonstrate. I think you'd be real happy with their service. Okay, let's go to Lenny. Lenny, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. I have a reoccurring problem, and I took it to a, uh, a, a shop, and uh, I told them that the Drive's information center was showing a constant 130-pound oil pressure. Then it would go to zero, and then a real light would come on. But I knew there was oil pressure there 
but I wouldn't get that far with the car. So anyway, they called me later and told me what the problem was. And they, I said, could I get the car? fix it today? I said, yeah, we can get done until today. He said, you want to wait? I said, well, I can't. He said, well, we'll take you home and we'll call you back. So they took me home. And later in the afternoon, they called me back. The car was ready. I called about 3.30. So they picked me up and went back down there. And then when I got the bill, I know something on there that I didn't ask for. What it was is they took time to go from soup to nuts to evaluate my entire car. So there was a charge for that. I didn't ask them to do that, nor did they tell me they were going to do that. And the reason they couldn't get my car the same day because they had a great time getting the part. So I had the car overnight, had to pick it up the next morning. So they spent my, my time, wouldn't get the car the day Spending all that time valuing my car, that's what they did, and they tried to get money for that. I didn't think that was fair. What okay. do you think about that? Well, that's that's the scourge of our industry right now. Everybody's doing that. You see, business right. is slow. The new cars don't need maintenance till eighty to a hundred thousand miles. We don't get to see you every three thousand miles anymore. So because of that, I'm starving to death, and because of that, we're going to start doing safety inspection. Everything now that takes a quite a bit of you know what I'm talking about to order to charge them, charge the customer for that. Everybody else gives it for free, but it's a shopping list, and we're hoping you'll bite just on a couple of those things. So, right. Lenny, you just go back. Well, first of all, did you pay with a credit card? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. At at worst case scenario, you go over and pay them for the oil, and then challenge your credit card and tell them, stop, I'm not paying this because this is unauthorized work. But I've already paid them for the oil problem, but I'm not paying for this inspection. Okay. I want to add something now that you reviewed it. It was one of your shops. Okay. Then that's, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference. You go in there and tell them you want your money back that you did not authorize um, them to spend your money looking over your vehicle. You wanted the oil light and the oil pressure done, period. That's it. That's what you tell them. And if they don't okay. do it, then you go to the website and you can file a complaint just like everybody else does. Oh, my website. Get, get their website and send them, send, them, send them a story on my website and see what they respond. Well, you, you can do there. that. It's, it's unauthorized work. I did not right. authorize it. I did not want it. And I would like very much for you to refund me that money. That's how I would right. handle it. Uh, okay. You know... This is going on in a big, big way. Uh, uh, let me tell you a story. I take my 2012 Dodge truck in for the second time for the second recall, and the first recall was for a shift interlock, and the second one is for, a, oh, we've redesigned it again. <laughs> so when engineers tell me that they make cars perfectly, I say to them, well, how come I got so many recalls, technical service bulletins, and how come I've got all these problems that are related to, oh, we haven't updated this, we haven't updated this. So anyway, I take my truck in. They're very nice. Um, I don't know that if they know that I'm the car guy, I wouldn't have told them. I just said, here's my truck, here's my recall, when will it be done? He says, we'll get it done by 5. Perfect, I'll be back at 5. So I come back. The guy walks over and he says, "Here." they bring my truck forward, and he says, here's your receipt and stuff like that. And he goes, here's your safety inspection <laughs> on my truck. And so I'm kind of giggling to myself, and I said, um, uh, did you find anything? I haven't opened it up. And he, he looks at me and he goes, you're the car guy. 
And I said, I, I know I, I have cars. And he goes, no, you're the car guy. And I said, so what are you telling me? And he goes, look at their, everything was green. <laughs> Everything's green. And I says, so who is the car guy? And he goes, you are. He says, one of our technicians recognized you. And I said, well, did that affect the record you gave me? He goes, no. He says, but we kind of assumed that if you're the car guy, we won't find anything wrong with your truck. And I says, well, I'm glad to see that you didn't. But I didn't ask for that. And it's a it's a sales opportunity. If I can put a couple of those from green to yellow and from a couple of them to red, maybe it's kind of like fishing. You throw the line out there, and then you just reel it back in slow. Can I have one thing, Mike Fuego? Sure. Uh, They found numerous problems with my car, many, many problems. Well, if any of those problems did come up, I wouldn't go back to them just to the repair. They didn't treat me right. I'd go someplace else. Sure. And and just let everybody know, you're talking about one of the shops that's on my list for the best car repair shops. Right. I'm giving you the same advice right. if it was my own. You need to go back and talk to you, them. You've mentioned, you their, tell them. you've mentioned their name today, but I won't tell okay. you who it was, but you mentioned it today. That's, you that's want to know what it is? Off, I can tell you off, 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 off here if you want to know. I'll tell no, you. no, I, I would prefer that you not mention the name of the shop because even no, if I you won't. weren't talking about one of my shops, I, I prefer you wouldn't. So I, right. I told a story about a dealership not at the beginning of the show, and I didn't name them. So you know, I've given I've given you the best advice I can give you. Go back, be nice, say to them, "I'm a little concerned about this inspection you did, and I want you to know that I believe this is unauthorized work, and I would prefer that you give me my money back." That's all. And Plan B is is stop payment on the credit card charge. Go in and say, you know, the bill was 200 the inspection was 1 and the oil pressure switch is 1 Here's a check for $100. I've stopped payment on the, uh, two, uh, the, on the entire bill with my credit card. That's what you do. That's all i got to do. Anyway, Lenny, thank you very much. Good luck to you. Who we got next? We have Steve. Steve, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, Mark. Uh, I have a question for you on uh, extended warranties. And, and what I have is I have a 2011 jeep wrangler unlimited okay and uh the extended uh warranty i have is is really a good one and it was purchased through my credit union who they authorized and the the fee for the protection for the okay we don't have much time we we need to get to the issue because i only got four minutes okay my question is do independent shops like yourself i know i took this to the Dodge dealer for an oil leak and they replaced every seal on this thing on three different occasions because they were destroying parts. So my question is, are there independent ASC shops that um, are happy to take an extended warranty? I can't speak for any of them, but I don't. Do you know that you have to pay shop supplies, environmental charges, and sales tax? Do you know that? Do you know that you have to have maintenance records based on everything imaginable? We had a lady with a radiator the other day, and they wanted transmission service records. What's the what's the relationship here? Well, she, she if she doesn't flush her, her transmission or she doesn't change it, it can cause the radiator to go bad. Yes, there's a cooler inside the radiator for the transmission, but that's not the problem. I've got a blown seam on the driver's side. The cooler's on the passenger side. And when the cooler blows up, it turns the entire inside of that cooling system into a strawberry milkshake. That's not what we got. Well, no, no transmission uh, service, then we're not covering it. 
that's what we get to every day of our lives. I can't tell you how much I despise those companies because they're in it for just one reason. That's to just cut the cut you off at the legs. And you can tell that my panties are wadded up pretty tight right now. But I can't speak for everybody else, but we're not taking you. And then they want, they go, well, your part's too much. We're going to send you a part. Oh, who's going to warranty that part? Well, you. No, we're not. I didn't make any money on that part. So you want me to install your cheap part that comes in a white box without a name on it, and you want me to warranty your part and the labor too. Nope, sorry, ain't happening. Had a BMW in there a year ago. He says, we're going to send you the rack. I've already pulled the rack out to show the inspector. The car's sitting on the lift. No front end on it. Uh, Okay, yeah, send it to me. Two weeks later, that car's still sitting on my hoist. And two weeks later, we get a rack on it. And it's the wrong one. So I don't want to deal with them. I, and, you know, I tell people, I said, just I'll, you pay me the payment and I'll cover what, they, what they're going to do. But it's the same rules that they do. <laughs> so I don't like it. Um, I think it's a bad deal. Uh, you, you, you've already got it. You'll just have to deal with it however you want. But I think you're going to find out that at the end of the day, you're going to pay as much as they're going to pay, and they're going to find a reason, the best reason they can, to not accept responsibility for that. One of the guys that was a real big, big shot here in Phoenix that handled these claims for a lot of different aftermarket warrant companies used to be a customer of mine. But I just, he was so different in a bad way that we began to just shoot him really high prices for work he did just because I didn't want him. So if it was normally a $100 repair, I'd bid it at 220 <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't want him. So he's just in the habit of just robbing people and, and, and you know, sounding so authoritative and saying, you know, I'm not going to listen to what Salem says or Joe Blow says because they should have had a transmission service. And that's like saying um, your windshield wipers, your, your wiper motor's bad and you should have had an oil change a week ago. That's just completely unrelated. I'm sorry I'm not beating you up. You asked me my opinion and I'm giving it to you. So I'm, I'm sorry. Anyway, Steve, good luck to you. And... Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll say a prayer next time I have his attention on behalf of your 11 Wrangler and the problem that you're having. Anyway, my email address is marketmarksalem.com, marketmarksalem.com. And, Lenny, if you want to send me the name of the shop that I endorse, um, you're more than welcome to, marketmarksalem.com. Folks, it's really about a self-defense for car expense. What symptom are you going to fix with your suggested repair? That's number one. Number two, let's look in my owner's manual and see where it says that I need to have my exhaust system flushed. Those are two killers. And the third thing is, is always ask for your old parts back. Because if they install a part that's $300 and it doesn't fix your problem, you say, we're going to back this train up. Here's the old part. Put it on, and we're going to start with a credit for that part and a credit for that diagnosis, which was obviously defective. See you next Saturday here, 10 to noon on 960.